Check your trim set. Check your heading north. Light heading is 074. Check your altimeter set. 2946. Corrected center point elevation. Zero feet. Check your barrel and zero. Check your SDS 1230, 3034. Check your field. Check your speed up. Lights out. Welcome to the Renegade Aviator Radio Show with David Costa. Bob, Mo, updated we have done. Two soldiers at five. We are on the airfield and airspace. You are clear for takeoff. Have a good one. Thanks, Mo, clear for takeoff. Check your parker brake off. Check your trim set. Check your nozzle steering on. Maneuver. Damn it, half square face. Left turn out. Let's run them up. Both brakes now. The Renegade Aviator combines jet airshow performances and this radio show to promote aviation, excellence, overcoming obstacles, and achieving goals. Here he is, the Renegade Aviator, David Costa. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Well, I did it again. was all lined up for the runway. My show was planned out perfectly. I promised you last week that this would be part two of my interview with Kyle Franklin of Franklin's Flying Circus, and I do finish up my interview with Kyle this week, so before you call me a liar, calm down. I was all lined up for smooth sailing approach to another show. Then, like any good pilot, when something doesn't look right, right before landing, go around. Toga, set thrust, flaps eight, positive rate, gear up, V2 plus 20, Flaps up, go around, check. Tower, this is the Renegade Aviator going around this week. I need to declare a change in my plan. How was that? You like that? (laughs) Over the past couple of weeks, the air show industry has been rocked. People we love and people we know are gone. And I even need to mention the Kobe accident as well. I hate even calling it the Kobe accident because there was a whole bunch of other people killed in that accident, and nobody hardly knows their names. And you might not know what happened to the airshow community recently. And I'm not going to get into that quite yet. But that, in part, was the reason for my missed approach this week. And I'm making a decision to go a different way with my show. I said last week with Kyle Franklin on the show, by the way, FranklinFlyingCircus.com, and Kyle agreed that air show pilots were entertainers. I think I said show men or show women or show people. Go back and listen to the first part of this two-part show. We will be remembered for the entertainment we provide, not necessarily our skill as pilots. In the end, we'll be remembered for the type of person that we are, but I'll get into that later. That said, if you believe that you can watch air shows via YouTube, If you believe that you can drive out to your local air show, stay in the parking lot, and watch for free, you're missing out on a lot. And you're making sure that these air shows fall into the trash bin of history. So let's do this. Let's kick off the show with Kyle Franklin talking about another air show great. I want you to listen 
to who he credits at the end of this conversation and keep that in the back of your mind for a little bit. You know, we were talking about some of the, some of the things we were talking about. I was watching some videos yesterday, actually, of Jim Leroy back in the day, watching some of his promo videos. I'd forgotten how good Jim Leroy was. And again, I'm showing my wife this stuff. She never knew him. And I'm showing her that. And I'm like, you can see how impressive this is on the video. Can you imagine what this was in person? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I still think Jim Leroy is probably the best pits pilot there's ever been from what I've seen in my <laughs> life, for sure. I mean, Tucker's done a hell of a job and everything, but when it cut in, he's a hell of a pilot. But Jim Leroy's flying style and what he did, and, and he was another one of those that had a lot of entertainment. He viewed it as entertainment and getting it out there. And he was one of the big advocates for the air show industry as this is an entertainment business. And uh, one thing he said is so many of us, many of us in the air show industry, they, we get out there and the announcer gets to talking about how choreographed this is. And of course we want everybody to feel safe. So we're like, yeah, this is very safe what he's doing. And <laughs> it's all, he's trained a whole bunch. And it's like, people don't want to hear that. Jim Leroy, I heard him say it once. He says, People don't want to hear he came and flew safe. You know, they, they don't want to hear that. They want to hear how dangerous this is. You can die doing this. And that's what thrills people. I mean, you think people watch NASCAR to watch cars go around in a circle all day? No. But I tell you what. <laughs> so they know it. But we are losing it. People in this country today, oh, my God. You know, it's snowflake generation or something. But it's yeah, just, that's you know. for sure. And, you know, you got to go out there and hang it out there. So, yeah, people respect people who hang it out. Yeah, nobody wants to get hurt. Nobody wants to do that. But yeah, no. if it ain't dangerous, why do it? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, that's, that's half the thrill in life sometimes uh, is, you know, if you're, it really is a, a thrill in life. And you can't go through your life worried that something might happen or that you might get hurt doing it because that's not living life. So yeah. to quote Amanda on that one. So yeah, I mean, it's a different world we live in, that's for sure. And hopefully we're able to keep entertaining people as long as we can. Well, yeah, wholeheartedly agree, man. It's been a big part of my life just watching it. So, uh, yeah. Safe is not what we do. Kyle said that, but what he said is not what you might believe that to be. In a world of safe, you need people who hang it out on the line, on the edge. Do you believe that life should be safe? That might be why you might be bored, depressed, angry. Today is not safe, and you're not safe. Deal with it and live your life today. Life is about hanging it out there. Embrace the thrills in life and know that regardless of it, regardless of whether you play it safe or not, there is a risk in all we do. I'll demonstrate this in my unique way a little bit later in the show. For now, Kyle Franklin has one more segment with me in the next break, and I'm going to ask for your indulgence for my hugely unprofessional hard cut into our next conversation when we come back, Kyle will be talking about his new business venture, and I'll let you figure that out. In the meantime, call my office and leave a message. I'm starting to compile clips of our listeners. When you call and leave a message with your comments about the show, if I like what I hear, I just might play your recording on the show. 888-366-5256. Nobody's going to pick up. Just leave a message. 888-366-5256. Back after the break, David Costa, Renegade Aviator. 
Ladies and gentlemen, he has entered an inverted flat spin. This is a maneuver that at one time was considered unrecoverable. Once you were in, there was no way out. How low will he take it? Still falling. Terra Firma getting really big in the window. Come on, Kyle. Any second, buddy, let's pull it out. Still falling, not quite yet recovered. Ladies and gentlemen, at an altitude of less than 800 feet, Kyle Franklin and the inverted flat spin. I always admired and was very proud of my father for who he was and for all he accomplished in the air show industry. And for that reason, I started traveling with him every, every summer when I was 12 years old. I would finish up with my last final at school and then jump on an airline to meet up wherever he was in the country and then spend the next three months traveling with him and then airline back in a couple of days before school started. I learned so much about myself, the business, and life in general from everyone I met on the air show circuit. My father never pushed me into air shows. Uh, he, I think he always figured I'd probably do something else. But uh, every, and I looked at many different things through my life trying to figure out what I wanted to do as a career, but it always came back to air shows. Flying, is what it, flying and entertaining is what I wanted to do. For all the people that come out to the air shows to see us fly, and that didn't matter whether that was uh, wing walking on the first jet walko or being the drunk stealing the airplane, all I, loved, all I wanted to do was entertain. When we lost my father in 2005, I not only lost my father, but I lost my best friend. But, but I was lucky enough to have someone, that, someone there by my side through it all. And she knew exactly what I was going through because she had lost her father, Bobby, at the same time. She continued to support, support me and a lot of my crazy ideas. And soon it wasn't just me, it was us. We loved and cherished each other, and thus began, began a new chapter in our lives. Amanda and I were not, were not going to let our family legacies end on a tragic note. We started coming up with new ideas and bringing old ones back. owners. Now might be the best time to get a business aircraft. You think your company is too forward to afford a jet? Need more time? Want to get back home and see the family more often? Sick and tired of the cattle car way of flying with the airlines? In about 26 minutes, I can see if you would be a good fit for what we do at Renegade Jets. The call is free and without obligation. Let's talk. 888-366-5256. The renegade aviator, David Costa. It's a strange business, but I'm learning too. It's not easy by any means, but again, nothing worthwhile is easy in life. And uh, I'm actually looking at dabbling in another industry. Actually, it's the haunting industry, you know, haunted attractions, spook houses yeah. around Halloween. 
Yeah. Like I said, Halloween was always one of my favorite things, and I'm friends with a lot of the spook houses and stuff in our area. And I'm looking at possibly starting one up myself, and I'm currently going through the homework, trying to figure out insurance and all the regulations behind it. And I mean, it's a huge industry, but more I look at this, is like, yeah, this isn't going to be no little open up a backyard haunt and maybe try to make a little money at it. No, this is, uh, it's just like the air show industry. The more I look at this, the more of it's like, well, it's one of those things you can make pretty decent money at it, but the equipment and everything else and running the business, that will eat up 90, 95% of anything you make. So a love of it than a uh, career in some aspects. And that's the way most air show pilots are. They, you know, they've got a real job and they do air shows on the side. Unfortunately, I was in some way, you know, I do air shows full time for a living and try to do other so-called real jobs on the side. <laughs> well, yeah, because, you know, we so, all have we all have our own responsibilities. We have bills to pay, things to do, but we decide, right? I tell everybody, make up your own decision in life and go after it. It's your life to live. You got to go out there and have fun and you got to like what you're doing. And yeah, it's not all fun and games, but man, I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, we live in the greatest country in the world. We can do anything. I agree. 20 years ago, more than that now, I'm getting so damn old. But, you know, a Marine Corps told me that I was good enough to be a damn sniper, but I wasn't good enough to uh, fly fighter jets. So one of my buddies said, stop complaining, stop moaning about everything and go buy your own fighter jet. (laughs) Well, it took me 20 years. But you know what? I wouldn't change anything, right? I guess that's what I'm getting at. You've been out there doing this. And you keep thinking of new things just with what you just said. You're always thinking of something new. And I think that's valuable for people to hear. And then to see the results of that with you flying that demon biplane and the cool music and the smoke and the noise and the costuming, man, that's what this is all about. I mean, I really appreciate you coming on the show because that you are the air show industry. Well, I appreciate that very much. And uh, thank you very much for having me. I mean, it's it's been good to me and it's been hard, but. I still love flying and entertaining for people. And as long as people will still come out and watch me and all of us in the business fly, I'll keep doing this as long as they keep coming. Air show industry is a different world, that's for sure. But I love doing what I do. And the airplanes, you know, the airplanes are always the fun. And especially they've been very fortunate to fly unique airplanes, in my opinion, between the Waco mystery ship that started off life as a stock Waco and then highly modified and then course, the Cub, uh, the Super Cub. And actually, that Super Cub, I do my comedy act in today, mm-hmm. is actually the Super Cub I learned to fly in when I was eight years old. <laughs> and it's the airplane I soloed in and the airplane I started my air show flying career in. And I'm still flying it today. And I absolutely love the airplane. And uh, it's like my wife, Liz, now that's actually how we met. She came down for some tailwheel instruction and uh, we ended up hitting it off. So I even have my cub to thank for my lovely wife. (laughs) So so that airplane, and then of course, Dracula. Dracula, it's been a blast to fly, being kind of a nightmare and maintenance and everything. The joys of building an airplane from scratch, you know, we didn't exactly have any blueprints or another one to go off. And by the time Dracula took almost 10 years to build. And in the end, it's like, I love the airplane, but I will never, ever build an airplane from scratch again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy to do modifications to airplanes or to make them better or do different things, but I will never build another airplane from scratch. That was a lot of work, a lot of money and a lot of time. And 
I can check that mark off in my to-do list in my life. I built an airplane and I don't really want to do that again. <laughs> As I get older, I have a whole list of things. I go, well, won't do that again. That was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, li- live and learn. You know, that's the same thing to say about people that are wanting to get into the air show industry. Talk with a lot of the veterans out there. Get their two cents and how they did it. Because all of us in the business, we operate in this business completely different from each other. You know, one person might do it one way, another person do another, and there's no real uniform way of doing this. Again, being we're in the entertainment business, essentially, you have to find what you think is going to entertain people. You know, you can't necessarily always go and just direct copy what someone else has done and whether it's going to work, who knows. But uh, you definitely need a level of creativity and drive. And it's definitely not easy because even for someone like me, whenever I debuted Dracula, and I knew this going in, as, as long as I've been in the business, my name and everything... You know, the first couple of years, granted, sequestration didn't help, but the airplane took a while to finally get going and people really liking it. And that's the way it is with any new act, whether you're a new performer in the business or you're a veteran trying to come out with something new, is the industry is very shy on new acts and they want to see how it goes before they hire it. So I always tell people whether it's a, and it, it goes with new air shows too, it can take at least three years if you're lucky to break even or it actually becomes successful. So it's generally not some overnight success or overnight you're a big air show star. It generally doesn't work that way. <laughs> I keep on going to the airport expecting people to run up to me for autographs and nobody comes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> so right yeah, on. I know. It's like, <laughs> Right on, man. man. Well, Kyle, hey, thank you so much. I know you're busy. I really appreciate you coming on board with this thing. And um, stay in touch if you're ever out in the Reno area and uh, you need a hanger or uh, somebody to grab a beer with, give me a call. I really appreciate that. I appreciate that. And thank you again for having me. It's been a lot of fun talking there. And, if you know, of course, my information's all online. Again, everybody can go check out my site, franklinairshow.com. My contact information, email, and everything's on there. If you're getting into the business or got some questions or something, I'm always happy to talk and help any way I can. Thank you again. That's outstanding. That's outstanding. Just search for Kyle Franklin, Franklin Air Shows, and look at his videos. The videos are awesome. So uh, go out there. Check it out. Kyle, thank you very much. This is Dave Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. We'll be right back. As I look back at my life in the air show business, I consider myself extremely fortunate and lucky to have grown up, <clears throat> grown up learning and knowing so many amazing people. People like Bobby Yunkin, Manfred Radius, the French Connection, the Acme Duck Air Show team, the Royal Albanian Formation Team, Leo Loudenslager, Canton Warren Peach, Elliot Cross, Jim Leroy, Clancy Spiel, Johnny Cajun. But of course, the two that had the most, most influence on my life would be my mother, Audine, and my father, Jimmy. My father's unique insight and teachings and my mother's continued and unwavering support no matter what I decided to do. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, made me the person I am today. I started learning at a very young age to do, th- to do things differently in life, in life and in air shows. Not to conform to the norm, but to stand out and be different.
Wait a second. Did you miss an episode of my show? Well, we have your six aviation term there. We have your back. Search the Renegade Aviator Radio Show on that internet thing, and you'll find all kinds of places where you can hear me. Technology, an amazing thing. AV, the number eight R, iTunes, SoundCloud, iHeart, Stitcher, Google Play. You can take me with you. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. See ya. If today was your last day And tomorrow was too late Could you say goodbye yesterday? Or would you live each moment like your last? Leave old pictures in the past Donate every night you have If today was your last day The host of The Renegade Aviator, David Costa David Costa, the Renegade Aviator. Okay, I'm going to touch on what I led in with on today's show. And the airshow world has been rocked over the past couple weeks. Two incidents deserve mention. And I'm just going to read right out of the ICAS, International Council of Airshows, out of their press release. Andellan and two bystanders killed during practice accident in Guatemala. Former aerobatic competition pilot Steve Andellen and two female bystanders were killed on Friday, January 24th during a practice session that preceded a planned Saturday air show in Estapa, an oceanfront community in southern Guatemala. A young man was hospitalized after sustaining non-life-threatening injuries during the accident. The Aero Club of Guatemala canceled the show following the accident. This was part of Team Chambliss. And uh, yeah, the airplane had a Red Bull sponsorship logo on it. The other accident, ICAST member and air show performer Mark Noleski was killed on Saturday, January 25th in Coweta County, Georgia, when his Mustang II single-engine monoplane he was flying crashed near a private airfield approximately 35 miles southeast of Atlanta. Nathan Sorensen, the 13-year-old son of Mark Sorensen, who was the partner in this airshow group called the Twin Tigers, was on board the plane and also died in the crash. I'm not going to go into the details of the crash. It's not what this whole segment's about. Big Mark and Little Mark, Twin Tigers aerobatic team. A father has his son with his partner in the home-built airplane. The father deals with his son dying, his best friend dying, his partner dying in a crash, not in an air show, but a whole family of air show people were affected with these two incidents. And I'm not doing this to be gory, and I'm not going to get into the details of it. And I'll talk about that in the next segment too. But I just want to bring those to your attention. Actually, little Mark, I flew with at the airlines. I didn't know him real well, but I did know him. Good guy. The young boy, the families associated, Team Chambliss. There's a bunch of people affected when somebody goes down in an airplane. But let me move on to one more thing. And this is from back in 2005. I'll just read from this news report. It has now been confirmed that both Yunkin's Sampson and Franklin's Jet Waco biplane were brought down and destroyed, while a third, Jimmy Leroy's Bulldog, apparently got down to the ground under some kind of control. Unfortunately, Franklin's son, Kyle, who had just finished a wing-walking performance with his dad, was announcing the act when the midair occurred. Let that sink in for a second, ladies and gentlemen. Now this. 
Amanda, Michelle, Yunkin, Franklin, 25, passed away at the Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio, Texas, May 27, 2011, due to complications from burns received in an aviation accident. Amanda, remember I told you to listen to the segment with Kyle. He references Amanda. He talks about Amanda. They crash together. Yet he continues. I want you to think real, real hard. Is what you're doing in life, are you able to come back from tragedy? And I'm not doing this to be morbid in any way, but we all will face tragedies, some worse than others. Will you be remembered as a good or a bad person? Will you be remembered as someone who exuded excellence and love? Will people remember you for your love, for your compassion? Or will they remember you for things you may not be want to be remembered for? I'm going to come into the next segment and talk a little bit more about this. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. If today was your last day, and tomorrow was too late, could you say goodbye to yesterday? Listener line 888-366-5256. Ask a question, leave a comment. 888-366-5256. If today was your last day, and tomorrow was too late, could you say goodbye to yesterday? Would you live each moment like your No, uh, I'm not just a dashingly handsome pilot without a big ego. <laughs> no. Hey, I'm a sales and marketing guy, too. Shocking, I know. This radio show and my jet air show act is fun, but it really is about exposure and sales for your business. Millions of impressions to the people who want to do business with you. 888-366-5256. 30-plus years of sales and marketing. Call me. Never feared for anything Never shame but never free A life that healed the broken heart With all that it gave Lived a life so endlessly Saw beyond what others see I tried to heal your broken heart With all that I could Will you stay? David Costa, the renegade aviator, in the air and on air. Here we go. All right, David Costa, renegade aviator. We're back. Segment 4, 888-366-5256. 888-366-5256. Shows like this are tough for me, and I sincerely hope that I'm doing justice to my goal here today. Life is a dance. Highs, lows excitement, and boredom. 
success, failure, and sometimes, despite our best efforts, our best planning, our best intentions, S happens. It just does. So now, what does someone do when your life literally crashes in front of you, when someone that you love is gone? In the air show world, the results can be dramatic, very dramatic. Just ask Kyle Franklin. He certainly has paid his dues. And I would be lying to you if I could stand here and tell you that I could go through what he went through and continue, despite the losses, with the motivation, the dedication, and the positive attitude that he exhibits. Go listen to my interviews with Kyle. Go listen to the first part of this two-part episode. His dad and his dad's best friend are killed in an air show crash while Kyle was announcing the act. Then later, his wife at the time, Amanda, the daughter of his dad's air show buddy, Bobby Yunkin, the pirate act that you heard Kyle talk about on the first part of this two-part series. Yet he continues. The Twin Tigers, Mark and Mark, Big Mark, Little Mark. Your 13-year-old son flying with your friend an air show pilot. Not during an air show, just having a fun day. A fun flight. Both die in a plane crash of an airplane that you own. The dad, Big Mark. How do you continue? A beautiful sunny day in Guatemala, out for a practice flight for an air show. In one second, it's over. Not just for the pilot, but for some people who are watching. Or a helicopter ride in Southern California, sitting with your 13-year-old daughter and another family on board. Not much in the news, but just as important. In all of this, who took more risk? Were there any of these incidents that were more risky than another? Or is that even the point? So where am I going with all this? Be absolutely grateful right now. Be absolutely certain that you're living your life because all of this at some point will cease. I would normally not do this, but since Kyle posted this on his Facebook page, so it is public sort of, I'm going to do it. And I don't think that Kyle will mind if I do this. And Kyle, if you're listening and I screwed up, please know that I read this out of respect for all involved, but also because I respect it more coming from your unique perspective, particularly. Here we go. I still can't believe what has happened this weekend. It just doesn't seem real. As air show performers, we understand the risk involved in what we do. But some tragedies in life are just too much. On Friday, we lost Steve Endellen with Team Chambliss and two of their friends in an airshow accident in Guatemala. Last night, we learned Little Mark, Noalski of Twin Tiger Airshows, and Big Mark Sorensen's 13-year-old son, Nathan, were both lost in an airplane accident at their home field. Liz and I are extremely close with those on the Twin Tigers team, The loss they are going through, we can't even fathom. The world has lost two shining souls. Anyone who's had the pleasure of meeting little Mark and Nathan knows exactly what we mean. Our hearts are broken for Brooke and Mark Sorensen and the family of little Mark. In the airshow business, we are all family. And when we lose something, it hits us all very hard. The losses this weekend have hit us at our core. Little Mark was an amazing friend and an extraordinary pilot. 
the night air show performance Little Mark and the Twin Tigers team had come up with was second to none and earned them the 2019 Bill Barber Award for Showmanship at Oshkosh last year. I will miss his shining smile, high energy, and all those late-night parties where we could come up with crazy new air show ideas. I just don't have the words to describe how I feel. Whether you knew them or not, the world is a much sadder place today with the losses over this weekend. Our love, thoughts, and prayers to our air show family. We love you all, Kyle and Liz. So I don't quite know how to end this whole segment, but I want you to not focus. This show is not intended to be morbid. This show is not intended to focus on the negative. This show is really a tribute. As a tribute to a great performer, an air show performer, Kyle Franklin. But it's also an opportunity for each one of us to realize that at some point, we're all going to move on. What are you going to be remembered for? A showman? A friend? Someone of excellence? Or nobody? A mean-spirited person? A person who wasn't grateful? The important things are life or the simple things. Be a person that people love. Be right back. David Costa, Renegade Aviator. Renegade Aviator, 888-366-5256. Questions, comments, suggestions, or inspirational stories, call the Renegade Aviator Dial 888-366-5256 anytime and leave us a message. Want to listen to all of our shows? Find us on iTunes, Google Play, iHeart, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or anywhere you find podcasts. Just search The Renegade Aviator Radio Show, AV, the number 8R, renegadeaviator.com. Hey, 
David Costa, Renegade Aviator, Segment 5. Real quick, before I end this show, those of you that are on Facebook or social media and think that you're God's gift to aviation and want to publicly pick apart these airplane accidents, most of you don't know what you're talking about. So save your comments. There's people involved in these things. And I'm going to say this. I've been called from radio stations to comment on this sort of stuff and TV stations. Keep your mouth shut and don't talk about things you don't know the facts for. Don't be the expert. You know what? There's people's lives from the Kobe deal to these things I talked about on today's shows. Keep your mouth shut on social media. How was that? Was that pretty direct? I think it was. Anyway, let's go on here. Shine Down, Black Cadillac. This song is a bit of a warning, which is why I play it each week in my fifth segment. It's a wake-up call to embrace every single day and live it like it's your last day, because one day it truly will be. The Black Cadillac is symbolic. Riding high in a long Black Cadillac. Think about it. It's a hearse. It's not a song about cheating death, but a song about respecting it. By not doing stupid things in life enough times, that's going to give you a ride in the black Cadillac. If you mess up too many times, you will be in the back of a long black Cadillac. And it's my reminder each week to live life, take risks, but in the process of being excellent enough to limit my exposure to fate and my own stupidity. Things change. People come and go in our lives. People go out of our lives. Sometimes we never see the tragedy coming. Sometimes we understand that it's always there lurking, and we accept that. Regardless, the pain is real. And I hope you saw where I'm going with this week's show. I hope it was of value to you. I hope it provided something that you can use in your life. In the meantime, stop sitting there and start kicking some butt in life. In short, be grateful, or at least remind yourself to be. 888-366-5256. Keep calling my office, 888-366-5256. I love to hear your messages each and every week. This is David Costa. I am the Renegade Aviator. See ya. So peace to us on the beach.